Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. From our rainy St. Paul, Minnesota, Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers now. I want to tell you, it is currently 135 at Edmonton. Uh, the game tonight starts at 6 o'clock Edmonton time on 630 Chet. I don't know which of the sports nets it's on tonight because they got like, uh, I think they've got the World Series game one on and they've also got the Raptors uh, season opener for the reigning NBA champions. Uh, now, do the Pelicans not have, uh, what's his face? Uh, the kid out of Duke is he out for six to eight weeks? Did I hear that correct? I sure, there's did. a big time injury to. Uh, there you go, a tough break there. So that changes the dynamic of that game a bit. This guy's supposed to be pretty good, by the way. What's his name again? The 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 young phenom out of. I know R.J. Barrett's kid was at uh, Duke as well, and a year ago, the uh, people thought he might end up going number one. What's the What's the name of the power forward that went number one overall? Zion Williamson. Zion, there you go. See, that's why we got you here. Nice work. But I guess I probably shouldn't ask you about Dominique Wilkins, eh? Yeah, I know he's a high-flying dunker. I remember those late 80s competitions. Do you remember Dominique? Absolutely. Plus, he was wearing, like, that Atlanta Hawks jersey. That's one of my favorites of all time, so (laughs) stands out even more. The uh, I've always been upset with Atlanta. They cost me about fifteen hundred dollars on a sports select ticket going back uh, when I used to play it back in the day. So there you have it. All right, Royal Pizza celebrating fifteen, uh, sorry, fifty years in Alberta, and they're still making it great. Only now through the end of the month. Royal Pizza with multiple locations in Edmonton. Royal Pizza offering the combo special. Your choice of Greek or Caesar salad with garlic toast, two medium gourmet pizzas, and four anniversary cookies, all for just 50 bucks. Pick that up at any of their 14 uh, Edmonton locations. Again, you can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. And I do want to get to some text before we get into a couple conversations. The orders again tonight against Leon Dreisettle. Um uh, out of St. Walberg, Saskatchewan, uh, this text. By the way, 
Bob, tonight's broadcast is on the Edmonton Oilers Sportsnet channel. Thank you very much. We got awesome textures to the show. They educate me. They correct me all the time. It's wonderful. Hey, Bob, did Mark Spector go to Ryerson and possibly live in Strathcona? Just asking for a friend out of St. Wahlberg, Saskatchewan. Uh, he did not go to Ryerson. He went to the uh, University of Alberta. Uh, Bob, if I were the Calgary Flames, the texture says out of Edmonton, I would be going hard after Devin Dubnik. I guess he's inferring that the Flames have some goaltending issue. Cam Talbot starts tonight, by the way, for Calgary. Uh, Texter says, Bob, a question. Why is it that the bottom six forwards on opposing teams get points whenever they're playing the Oilers or any other team, uh, but then when the Oilers sign them, like Archibald Grandlin and Tobias Reeder, they can't get points? Can you explain this? Thanks from Steve. I can't actually explain it. I it, it is a little bit befuddling to me that the Oilers have had as significant of issues as they have uh, in terms of generating offense. I mean, tonight the team is going to play because they're not going to put Sam Gagne in the lineup. Archibald's going to be able to play. The six forwards have combined for a total of three points in their bottom six tonight. Like, we are nine games into the NHL season. That's ridiculous. And yet, nonetheless, this team is 7-1-1. One, and one. Bob, Bill Guerin is one of my favorite former Oilers. I placed him right up there with Doug Waite. He was a rare mix of skill and toughness at a time when most tough players were uh, relegated to third or fourth line duty. I'm excited to watch the next phase of his career. My guess is there's a lot of people that are privately cheering for Bill Guerin. He's a good guy. There's no question about this. Uh, Jason from Sangudo. Nice text. I can't read it, but you made me laugh. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Bob, regarding team nicknames, can you enlighten me? Calgary Flames, what's up with that? Relocating from Atlanta should have opened the door for a fresh team name. How does this process work? (laughs) I'm not sure, but what about the Minnesota uh, Lakers becoming the L.A. Lakers? As we're here in uh, the mini, you know, in in uh, in the state of Minnesota, that's a strange one. And of course, they had the first true superstar in the NBA. Brendan, you know who that was in Minnesota? Don't think so. I uh, got George McCann. Look it up uh, for all the kids at home. All righty, that's uh, let's get right to it. Uh, Leon Drysaddle. Going good for the Oilers. Third in the NHL in scoring. Big part of the Oilers. PK, big part of the Oilers. Power play. The Oilers first in the league in the power play. Third in the league in penalty killing. First in the league in winning percentage. Boy, those numbers are great. Nine games in a season. Aren't they? Here's Leon Dreisaitl. Leon, what's this been like? Uh, we haven't talked to you since you know, preseason, so you're sitting here, the team's 7-1-1 one, and one outs. Guys seem pretty light out on the ice right now. What's it been like for you guys? How different of an experience has been to start the year? Yeah, it's obviously been uh, you know, a lot more positive, uh, and that's due to to getting off to a good start, uh, due to starting uh, you know, with a couple wins. Obviously, that, that makes everything easier all the time, so um, we're looking to keep that going tonight, and um, yeah, I think everyone's happy with the start we've had. You guys like the tone that Dave Tippett and Jim Playfair and the new coaching staff have come in with? It seems like they never get too high, they never get too low, and when they do talk to you, it's sort of in hushed tones. Uh, I just get the sense that there's, you know, been solid communication. It's been really, I mean, the team's played well, so it's easy to be positive in that scenario. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, they've done a great job coming in and, and um, you know, cementing their, um, you know, their game that they want us to play on us, and, um, 
Yeah, you know, I think we've we've answered, uh, um, you know, very well to what they what they want from us. And um, again, it's only been been what nine games now, so we gotta we gotta keep it going. How's how different of a structure is the team playing? It looks like it's more of a five man attack, five man back. <laughs> guys are a little bit tighter together. How's that been to sort of incorporate? Yeah, it's uh, obviously um, you know that's that's a key thing that that we needed to improve is, is our D zone, our, our goals against had to come down and um, you know I think again we've done that so far and, and we're a lot tighter um, you know we talk a lot more and um, you know we're, we're just tighter together uh, going into our D zone coming out of our D zone so hopefully we can keep that up uh, you know what yeah, you can penalty kill it's been great power play has uh, uh, been excellent as well but your best penalty killers need to be your goalies you guys have gotten great starts out of both guys so far this year haven't you yeah absolutely uh, they've been rock solid back there um, you know gives us a lot of um, uh, yeah, a lot of confidence, uh, you know, going on attack, and um, yeah, they've been a big, big part of this. There you go, that's Leon Drysaddle. More texts are coming in uh, just regarding the Edmonton Oilers and the lack of scoring. And Reseto out of Nelson, BC, has Texas on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, Bob, I know it's not quantifiable, but maybe the bottom six subconsciously relies on the top guns and don't feel any pressure to score uh, with two of the top scores in the NHL on the orders. There's no way that they can have back-to-back years where no one in the bottom six scores from Andesito. Another text comes in uh, saying, Bob, some other teams in the NHL have good young wingers on the third line that they transition into the NHL. Well, on that note, I could foresee a scenario, texter, where Connor Yamamoto ends up getting some looks at some stage during the season. Maybe not, you know, it's not going to be right away unless there's injury, but I could see Yamamoto maybe 35 games Games in the AHL season, where he gets half a year in the AHL if he's doing good, and you know he's maybe at 15 or 18 goals and 30 points, where he ends up at Edmonton and plays third line wing in Edmonton as well. All right, 143 in Edmonton. It is the Edmonton Oilers and the Minnesota Wild tonight. Jack Michaels caught up with Oilers uh, starting up minder Mike Smith. Let's get to uh, that conversation. Back in the day in Tampa, I'm not too many, but. Um play with a guy, Ryan Malone, Bugsy, and he said, you know, if you get a shout-out tonight, Smitty will probably win the game, and end up, uh, same thing ended up happening, so it's a pretty funny story, but it um, doesn't happen too often, but you just try and keep your team in it, and hopefully you can get one, and unfortunately last night we didn't get it done, but it wasn't a lack of try, that's for sure. Are they at all more riveting to play in, you know, as it, as you're getting down to five minutes where you know it's almost a, a sudden death situation, you know, mano a mano kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's uh, it's one of those games where you can't afford to make a mistake, right? So I think it's uh, it makes it that much more kind of intense and and uh, I guess a little more pressure. But I mean, that's why that's why you play, right? That's why you want to you want to be put in those situations where you're going to be playing in close games. We played in some tight games this year, and the guys did a good job to uh, to stick with it last night and not kind of break and, and crack. And you know, unfortunately, we didn't get the two points, but we we're uh, we're right there in the end and and uh, had an opportunity to. To, to get points, so it was good. It was good. I would think that a goalie's toughest task sometimes is to stay sharp when not a lot of pucks are hitting you. They had lots of chances in the first period. Nothing actually hit you. And I'm wondering, is that a telltale sign for you that you're sharp when you handle those no rebounds despite
despite not having seen a puck for 10, 11, 12 minutes. Yeah, I mean, that first period, I think we did a lot of good things to to uh, to limit their chances, but we, they had some looks, and, and our, our guys did a good job to block shots. I think we had, I don't know, probably five or six blocks in the first period, so, I mean, guys are doing an unbelievable job in front of uh, in front of both goalies to, to get in lanes and, and take those, obviously, those, those high-scoring chances away. Um, but, yeah, as a goalie, it, it's, uh, it was a difficult game mentally more than anything. I think those those games are more challenging mentally than physically. Obviously, uh, when you're getting a lot of rubber put at you, it's it's kind of your mentally. It's it's a lot. You know, you're, you don't have time to think. So, um, a game like last night, where not a lot's happening early, you're just trying to stay focused on and, and worried about what you can control. The puck handling part of that kind of keeps me in the game more than more than most. So I think uh, that's always been obviously a big, big part of my game. But it helps in those situations to uh, you know to stay in it. You make a good point about the block shots. Nurse with a couple, I think, in the final five minutes of regulation, and then Clef a big one in overtime. Must be gratifying to see your team, you know, working hard to, to keep you in the game as well. Yeah, a lot of guys are doing it. I think uh, probably a big reason why our penalty kill has been so good this year is, is guys are willing to sacrifice their bodies to, uh, you know, keep the puck in and out. Archie had a big one last night with with uh, Line A winding up, and Nurse he was down in front a bunch of times. Obviously got Russ, and every, everyone's doing. I mean, you can name you can name a bunch of guys, but everyone's everyone's contributing to that part of the game. And it, for, as a goalie, I mean, you can't help but appreciate those kind of you know those kind of plays during games where guys are doing anything it takes to win. And, and uh, that's why we've had success this year. Guys are guys are putting their bodies on the line, and it's not the you know the prettiest thing uh, at the end of the day when you get a win, but it gets unnoticed sometimes. But it's a big part of why we're having success. All right, that is Jack Michaels in conversation with tonight's starting goaltender, Mike Smith. In a uh, matchup between two guys that played together in Arizona, really Mike Smith and Sean Burke helped Devin Dubnik jumpstart his NHL career. Still come on today's show in about four minutes' time. We'll get to this day in order's history. And it involves Dave Semenko, who, of course, we now do Dave's Drive for for Sports Central. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We can talk about uh, McDavid all night long, but the, they've got a lot of other players that are having great starts that haven't had great starts in the past. So as much as we have to worry about him all the time, I think the reason the record is what it is is because everybody on their team is playing well. I mean, he's a superstar. I mean, he scored 50 goals last year. I think there was only two or three guys that did that. And uh, uh, he's a superstar. And obviously, it's in any situation, you have one guy that dominates the, the media. And he's secondary, but I mean, I think he's a great player. And they make a great duel. All right, that is Bruce Boudreaux, who's in the last year of his deal. He's actually represented by Gil Scott. Gil is the father of uh, Bill Scott, who is on this trip. Bill does a lot of the hockey administration work for Ken Holland. And uh, obviously, Bruce Boudreaux talking uh, about uh, going up against Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. This sort of furthering down the path in our conversations throughout the course of today's show on Leon Dreisaitl. Got a lot of texts on the Ashley Fine Flores text line about Leon Dreisettle, especially in lieu of the comments made by one Craig Button, who said, hey, 
forget Austin Matthews being up against Connor McDavid. He's not even close to being Leon Draisaitl right now. Uh, and Leon Draisaitl's had a great uh, start to the year. It's 153 at Edmonton. Uh, Draisaitl comes into tonight's game third in the league in scoring. McDavid is second. The Oilers have the, the tie for the best winning percentage in the NHL. A record of 7-1-1. One, one. Same record as Ralph Kruger. In Buffalo, great story there, and the Colorado Avalanche who lost Miko Rantanen last night. Two this day in Oilers history, four New West travel. Joan Oilers now on a great road trip to Chicago to see the Oilers play the Blackhawks live at the United Center. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Oh, Mr. Escott, what do you got for us? Back in this day in 1980, the first ever Battle of Alberta between the Oilers and Flames. Dave Semenko scores twice as the Oilers beat Calgary 5-3 at Northlands Coliseum. Mark Messier dropped the gloves with Jim Paplinski in that one. Calgary now leads that all-time series 131, 119-8. Edmonton has the edge in the playoffs, though, with a 19 and 11 record over the Flames. Uh, there you go. Uh, again, you can uh, text us at third line uh, for Edmonton. What about uh, Ryan Strom, Drake Kajula, and yes, Paul Yarvey? It's a fair comment. Uh, another text. Comes in, uh, Bob. If the team keeps rolling like it is right now, does Adam Larson uh, for extra scoring help come into play? I think that would be premature on Adam Larson, only in the sense that you know I do think that Ethan Bear has got a terrific chance to be a top four NHL defenseman. He's playing top four minutes right now. At some point, is there a drop off? I'm hoping that's not the case, but uh, you know. It's going to be intriguing to see where this goes on the right side of the defense. The Fizzler, not heard from him from a while, has texted the show. A liberal government propped up by the NDP and the Bloc. On a positive note, I guess we're allowed to wear blackface for Halloween this year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that wraps up uh, the day after. And the day of, a game day, Edmonton in Minnesota, in St. Paul, to take on the Minnesota Wild. We'll have the uh, face-off show beginning tonight at 4.30 and a 6 p.m. puck drop. What else we got shaking? Well, here's what we can tell you about. Tomorrow on Oilers Now, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network, the cult of hockey's David Staples. We'll get an update on the Edmonton Oil Kings with their general manager, Kurt Hill. Up next, a news, weather, and traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen and I. I will rejoin you at 4.30 on the Face-Off Show. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.